gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Three dudes with a view. We are back. This is our last show of the week. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. We will. Uh, our offices here at Kennedy Broadcasting, WKRM, WKOM, will be closed uh, tomorrow and Friday. We will be back with you on Monday, uh, talking about Christmas. I'm sure <laughs> the, uh, the, the the Christmas music on both stations will start to play Friday, and uh, we'll play through the through christmas and so we hope you can tune in uh and it'll get you in the christmas spirit and uh and uh listen to us while you drive around and shop and but we'll think about that on friday <laughs> and all regularly scheduled programming on this station will still be the same but when we have time to play music will the christmas music will play yeah, yeah, and, and then Christmas music pretty much twenty four seven on our sister station WKRM FM one hundred three point seven. I'm Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? <laughs> Wait, what happened? He's gone. Oh, 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 the turkey gobbles. There we go. <laughs> I used to call them turkeys when my grandmother. <laughs> raised them good morning everybody good morning mr york all right we've got a couple of uh, hang on hang on that's my fault my fault my fault sorry think sorry. i could get a few if i'd use that call dealt uh you know I've, I've i've never called in you talk about turkey hunting i've never called in a a gobbler with a gobble sometimes you can you can locate them that way uh, mm-hmm. because they they're going to respond because they're being challenged by another male and uh, yeah. yeah so that there there you go all right uh, a couple of regular special guests first of all uh, Seth Campbell who's a school teacher in Mount Pleasant he writes a column in Main Street Murray each week he normally takes the uh, progressive. Uh, uh, liberal democratic point of view good morning seth good morning everybody happy thanksgiving glad to have you and uh <laughs> debbie matthews who uh is our frequent guest and she and she takes sort of a right point of view how you doing debbie? well i hope it's common sense just dang common sense right in the middle but i'm so glad to be with y'all today and seth uh, y'all, this man is a good guy because he is a hound rescue. And if you're looking for a dog, check out Seth's. What is it, hound in the holler? Oh, yeah, we got a hound dog holler. I hound dog holler. A couple bloodhounds up for adoption if anybody wants a porch hound. Oh, lay listen. On the porch. Yes. So anyway, I'm glad to see you, Seth. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks. And um, I actually handle the Linda Hall um, estate, who is a dog lover. Uh, and she passed away uh, at the hospital at Vandy with COVID. But I am in charge every year of giving a certain amount of money away. And Seth's Rescue this year is a designated one of those charities. So I'm oh, wow. excited to announce that today. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Debbie. That means, that means a lot to me. I really appreciate Hopefully that. Hopefully the you. chase will be dispersed in the next week. I'm running behind. That's awesome. That's good. Thank you so much. That is awesome. That's uh, Now, that's uh, 
Now, Seth, what's the name of your animal rescue? Well, when I'm not teaching, I do I do dog rescue out at the farm. I got four acres. It's called Hound Dog Holler. We got about 20 hound dogs and old hospice dogs running around. For the older ones, we just give them a soft place to land, live out their days before they before they pass away. And then a lot of hunting dogs, discarded hound dogs. That's a it's a real problem in this area. It is. Uh, yeah. Beagles, treen, Walker, coon hounds, uh, fox hounds, bloodhounds. I mean, a lot of people get them. They don't know what to do with them because they're high-energy dogs. Right. And and we just give them a place, try to get them vetted, and then get them adopted out. So if you're wanting to make a donation this year, the Murray County Animal Shelter and the Friends of Murray County Animal Shelter is a great location to give. But Seth's charity is also great to give. No... You know, green money is always just the right size and color, right? So, oh, absolutely. yes. Hound Dog Holler. If people want to support Hound Dog Holler, how do they how do they reach out, Seth? Uh, we're a five hundred one c three nonprofit. They can contact me directly on my Facebook or the the um, the rescues Facebook. And I, I'm notably a bad politician because I hate asking for money. No, no, no. That, I'm good at that. We'll get you money. money. Yes, we're going to raise money for Seth and the Hound Dogs. <laughs> well, okay? I appreciate it, but usually, you know, I just I just go about my day, and you know, Murray County shelter always needs help the lewisburg shelter always need these shelters need help too so if you you have it in your heart to donate you know we're we're swarmed with dogs in 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 this area right now and spade and neuter your dog and if you can't spade and neuter your dog contact the friends of murray county animal shelter because we'll get your dog spayed and neutered so we don't have this pet population but seth will i I might as well say too that um i'm working with kim at the friends of murray county and we're going to have a return of the murray county furball to raise money for the dogs of murray county next year that's amazing that's amazing so, I heard we have one less citizen in the nation oh. right now. All right, I'm going to get to that. But I, <laughs> y- y'all brought up animal rescue, and and uh, the and, and as a matter of fact, just yesterday, uh, down by the barn gate, yeah, uh, we found a dog that had just been abandoned there and yeah. was tied up with a. We didn't think the dog was tied up at first because it was a very thin, almost invisible sort yeah. of line. Yeah. And somebody had just abandoned. It was sort of, I mean, it was obviously a pit bull of some type. Yeah. And lots of pities out there. And people, people yeah. are pretty pretty cruel when it comes to animals. I think you could tell a lot. Of, I've said this a lot, but you could tell a lot about a society, how they treat their animals. Right. And well, pe- it turned out, so, I mean... But again, I mean, first of all, it's just, yeah, somebody just abandoned the dog out there. But it turned out that, uh, so we we called Animal Control and the Murray County Animal Shelter, and they, they came out and picked up the dog. Well, it turned out, and the fellow comes up to the house and said, yeah, I got the dog. The dog had a chip in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that the dog had been, and he said, here, let me show you this other picture. And it was a picture of the same dog as a pup or yeah and the, we see that this dog all the time. had previously been adopted from the animal shelter yeah and had now been abandoned that could have been the same so fyi you know, I, mean, I don't know if the same yeah. he he know he the same person who had adopted the dog had, had abandoned the dog i mean the dog could have changed hands you know yeah, but, yeah. well but uh, now if the the situation is is if you do bet on a dog like that you can be you can be charged with yeah he, he said it, it sounded like it was probably a class A misdemeanor yeah to abandon you know I've um you know to get dogs to fight five hundred dollar fine eleven months twenty nine we have we have a huge problem in Columbia and Murray County of dogs being stolen by fighting rings 
So you watch your dogs. I mean, you can see as it goes through Murray County. But I, I'm telling you right now, when we lived in Mount Pleasant, we had a uh, we had a, a little Chihuahua. Right, <clears throat> had papers on it, full blood. Uh, Tiffany had put it on it on its little leash outside in the yard. Right, let it use the bathroom. She goes back outside, gone. Yep, gone, gone, yep. gone. And what, that, why are you gonna put a Chihuahua in a fight? Well, no, so, well so they, they they use they, them as bait dogs. Yeah. And you know the thing that they do to them too is that I got a call from the shelter. I got a call from a police department. Um, there was a dog, and how they try to make them fight to make them mean because the dogs are not normally mean to begin with. But they'd pour battery acid on a dog to make it fight. Damn. And so I show up, and there's a dog that has lost its fur from the top of his head all the way down the back just so we've seth and i've seen it all we've seen the bad side of humanity and it's worse. I mean, there's some real low life folks out there so if you got if you see something report it call right. in make sure that it's reported because i mean the, these animals i mean they might not be the top priority in, in the country at all times but they're definitely something we we need to take care of we're the united states we need well, to treat our animals right i think well, dog is the closest thing to god's love on this planet and uh, we should at least honor that. Uh, not they, much. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry for interrupting you. Yeah, I think you've got something there. Yeah. So, but, but support your local rescues, local shelter, local friends of Murray County. Give five bucks. Five mm-hmm. bucks makes a huge difference when a thousand people give five dollars. It's a huge deal. So. Spay and neuter. Spay and neuter. Yeah, we'll help you spay and neuter. Yes. If you need help spaying and neutered, we'll, just contact we'll, somebody. Yes, we will get we'll your get, dog spayed yes. and neutered. Yes. Yeah. But they, y'all may, I guess y'all don't know this. I, I kept a pack of beagles for 35 years. Uh, and they're such great dogs. They're, they are. They're very, uh, social, uh, happy dog. And, uh, I had a cattle out there at the farm and, and, uh, the children and I would, you know, almost all winter days, uh, myself and some other dads would get together and take all the children rabbit hunting and uh did that for years and just had a great time doing it yeah and uh beagles are wonderful dogs but now they 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 are not good house pets people they, well i've got you one you hank sinatra on yeah <laughs> I, yeah really hank work is, on it <laughs> yeah i mean i've had hank has howled four days straight at something but it turned out there was a cat in the basement so he knows what he's doing but they are a cat in the basement. Yeah, there was a cat in the cellar, <laughs> and well, he smelled it. And Man. a beagle, a beagle will know that the cat is there. Yes, you, you can pull out a biscuit at thirty yards, and they'll just do a U-turn. Oh, listen, he, <laughs> I, that dog will do anything for a nacho chip. You can breed <laughs> him. I mean, they, My nose. husband is just like the bag we their get. Nose yes, is so sensitive. yes, absolutely. Hank, Hank Sinatra could smell the cat. In the Hank basement. Sinatra, yeah. and he's the best dog. I think he's got a little basset in him, but <clears throat> anyway, he's the love of our lives. Yeah. He, he so. can smell that cat in that basement. That's how he knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They can but track it down. Him. They'll let you know. I mean, if something's in the yard, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing is coming to my yard. Oh yeah, nothing is coming right. to my right. yard. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, dogs are the best, and I am thankful for dogs. So that's one. One thing before Thanksgiving. Amen. Well, I am too, and I mean, I'm not a, a crazy dog guy, but like, you know, I mean, I don't cook three course meals for my dogs or anything <laughs> like that. But uh, they are, they do become a member of the family. You know, the Beagles live down in the pens. Um, I did have one who, uh, I had one uh, who uh, uh, dug his way out. Uh, 
one and just came up to the house and came in the back door and plopped down in the chair in the kitchen. Yep. And uh, he graduated. <laughs> yep. He graduated and never yes. went back. But, yeah. Uh, they like that. Uh, they want to sleep all day on the couch and then, you know. Yeah, the rest of the rest of them lived in the kennels, but and you know I hated that they had to live in the kennels. But if they're if a beagle is not in a kennel, he will follow his he or she will follow yeah, his nose. Yeah. There's a right way to do it for sure. I mean, there's there's I've seen I've seen working hound dogs in in nice kennels before, yes. and there, there's a way to do it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I kept my kennels yeah. nice, and uh, <laughs> but uh, they will follow their nose, and they will. They, they, all their other senses just shut down. They don't look, they don't hear, they just a total nose. Well, that always leads to them getting run over. Yeah, right. you have to be and, careful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Any hound dog is going to nose first. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you let them out, and they will, that's another reason they're not, they're not good pets. So they will roam. And uh, when they roam, they're going to get run over. And uh, so that's, that's just. That's a reason that they they don't make good they don't make good pets. They're also very difficult to. They're stubborn rascals. Mr. York, smart. very difficult to house train. Mr. Yeah. York, you got any got any pets or dogs? No, no pets. No, no dogs. poodles. No poodles hanging around the York household. No poodles. Nothing. Got a nice backyard for one, Mr. York. Yeah, but uh, I for a long time I was traveling quite a bit, and it, it was too too much trouble to try to keep a pet because I was on the road a lot, so I never. Got in. When I was younger, I had pets, had dogs. Hey, cats. listen, Jim, if you ever think, hey, I want to try or I want to help for a little while because I've got my yard, we're always looking for somebody to foster for a weekend or foster for a week. And then if you fall in love with the dog, then you can adopt it. But if not, your food's provided, your medical care is provided, you're giving a dog a space until we get it placed. Think now, about fostering. Now, Debbie, when you say oh. we, are you talking about I'm talking house? about any, re- any rescue, the shelter, no. anybody. They're all looking that's, for fosters. Everybody's that's looking for fosters. people foster. who have a knack for dealing with dogs. And I, well, you I, don't I, know what you're I, missing, Jim. I applaud them. I've got a 150-pound bloodhound for you, Jim. That's right. Just going to lay on the back porch. Good old bloodhound. Stay great and come back. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. 
She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. What do you see? 
My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. You're listening to Tommy James and the Shondells. The sun is rising. Uh, not today, but it will. Uh, someday. This week, probably. I'm Del Kennedy. Dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. Good morning to you. And uh, regular special guest, uh, Seth Campbell, joins us uh uh, when he's uh, when school's out, school's out this week, and we are always uh, pleased to have school out and have Seth Campbell uh, back in with us. Good morning, man. Hey, good morning. I'm happy school's out for a week too. And I could join. I could join you. I could join you yeah, for a few you days. Got this really I guarantee you. Relaxed look on your face. Oh, it's, it's nice. The only people that enjoy a break more than the kids are the teachers. teachers yeah, mm-hmm. we were counting down the days, and Christmas break will be here before you know it. There you go. And uh, regular special guest Debbie Matthews. Good morning. Debbie. Good morning, friends. So good to be here. All right. I I really I did get. Uh, this this library board thing in the books in the library is just almost it's almost a joke but uh and and it it has you know when when the reports came in from the commissioner the poor commissioners lord i'd hate to be on the commission having to listen to both sides of this thing i mean the you as you can well imagine folks a show as we have here uh you know where you've got uh, opinions on the left and the right uh we hear from the leading uh looney tunes in the county and the in the left and the right uh on a fairly regular basis and and i don't mean just looney tunes because they think that we should you know have a spend less on the war in ukraine or something i mean these these are 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 loony tunes and i'm not going to name any names but uh they're known to us we hear from them and the the ones on the left and the right were all gathered up at this commission meeting uh to uh uh either oppose or or support something going on with the library board, something about these books. And it just, poor commissioners, they've got some real, I mean, Clayton, you, let's see, you've got a 15-year-old and a, like a 13 or 14-year-old? I got a 15, yeah, 15 to 14-year-old, and um, yeah, then that, and, then it drops down to 9, 6, and thir- uh, 2. Yeah, 15 and 14, but as you say, they they never go to the library. No, I mean if they if they go to the library, they're going to go to the one at their school, and uh, they they yeah. Now the younger kids go. The younger that, kids well, go. That's what all I'm about to say. My grandchildren are are nine, uh, seven, and four, and I take them down there to the basement uh, pretty regularly. It's great. Never have seen any pornographic materials or any materials sexually explicit materials. Just great children's literature, and. Uh, for all ages, from from the, the the wee toddlers up to you know uh, my nine year old, she she gets chapter books and reads them, and she loves them. And uh, but I've never seen a fifteen or six, a fourteen or fifteen year old in that library. Uh, and and so you know who <laughs> the people that everybody's worried about don't ever go to the doggone Murray County Public Library, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think I asked the question yesterday. I'd like to know the number of and, and, fifteen and up 
teenagers so, that are down there. So, so we've got all this angst about a problem that basically doesn't exist. And and the Murray, poor old Murray County Commission, I mean, they've got real problems. they got, you know, solid waste disposal. We, we, we're running out of place to get rid of our trash, our solid waste, our schools. You know, we got real problems that the commissioners need, and this thing is sucking all the air out of the room, which almost leads me to say just get rid of the damn books and move on and, and let the Looney Tunes on the left and the right gather up somewhere else. All we're doing is giving them an opportunity to get together and be a problem. Hey, Mr. York, did you say that you actually went down and looked at some of the materials? Yeah, I went, you know, the, the mouse is, is a book. I can't remember the author, but it has some some in, in, indications that people have no clothes on, and it's a lot of pen and ink drawings. And that was one of the books that the extreme right wanted taken out of the library. So you look at the pictures, but the genital area is indistinguishable. You can't really tell. Well, and <laughs> and I look through the book. It's you know it, it's it's a book that I don't think kids can even go get it. But like you say, I agree with you, Dale, for the first time in a long time. <laughs> this All right, is a it's problem that people Kumbaya. created. I mean, we got a lot of other problems in this county we need to be dealing besides a few people griping about a book in a library and then making a whole lot of stink. And then the commission spends all their time trying to put people on there, extreme right wing people who are trying to put biblical that they they profess to be Christians. But I, I, I question that sometime when people have to announce that they are Christians, you ought to be determined whether you are religious by your actions outside not not something that you determine but anyway they they want to proselytize everything because they're supposed to be christians and they're not given access to children to read and explore yeah. the things that they need they're not taking mark twain out of the library i know hold on a minute miss short i want to ask you you know the, so the the materials that you saw i mean i've all my understanding and again maybe Maybe just Miss York, you and I ought to go down to the library and just see, try to see what the heck everybody's talking about. But uh, the uh, my understanding is that this that what what we're talking about here are are educational texts, sex education. Is that is that what they, is that how you would characterize it? That's what they said. It was sex education and pedophilia going on. I don't think putting the pedophilia aside. Did the book you saw? Would you describe it as a sex education book? No, it was educational. It was a story about. Uh, I can't remember what the story is about, but it, it was just pictures depicting people in there, and it, it was educational. Uh, you would you would characterize right, it as educational. But wait, wait, right. wait. You said people in the book doing what to each other? They wasn't doing anything. They were in in a cluster. You know, they were standing. The pictures I saw it was it was wasn't any acts of anything being performed. Well, it was the nature of it. it was that was it a story like a work of fiction, or was it like more like a you know? Uh, well, te- what I, I didn't really I didn't really read it. What I went there to see is what it was depicting. Okay, what were the pictures about? Right. And the pictures, like I say were indistinguishable in terms of gender. Okay. Okay. Well, and, and the thing that, uh, I mean, my understanding is basically, you know, we, what we're talking about are educational materials where, of course, uh, 
you know, curious young people who are curious about sex. And, and I sure. think a major, and I, I don't mean to jump in and jump, but, but, but I, I think a major hang up here, and I might be wrong, but I think a lot of the people that are pro censorship in this instance are grappling with the idea that there are gay youths. I mean, I, I think that's what it boils down to that some of these books depict, you know, in, in walk you know, young adults through, um, you know, their feelings as, uh, you know, when they're questioning that, that kind of stuff as a young teen of just, um, you know, being gay. I think like, so Mr. Breidenbaugh said yesterday, um, there was, you know, acts of pedophilia in one book. And, you know, we looked, I looked it up. It's called all boys aren't blue. It's a memoir for young adults. And it depicts one person's experience as a victim. It's not a narrative about, had to be a pedophile, but it's about one guy's experience as being raped by a pedophile. By a, by a pedophile, and then that is what. And if we want, I mean, that's knowledge. I mean, kids need to be prepared to know what's happening to them if they're if a if a pedophile you know makes advances to, towards them. So I mean, I'm not going to go home and read that book, but at the same time, we we've got to. I mean, it's different times have changed. It's 2023. There's gay people out there, y'all. As a parent, I'm more concer- I'm more concerned about what my kids are looking at on their phone than what they're looking at. Absolutely, at the library. that phone I mean, is a gateway to the most to vile anything. things. Absolutely, most vile things. It's Absolutely. not in the library. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Seth, the fixation on the point. library, I think, is irrational. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seth, yeah. that was my point yesterday in talking about this. That a lot of the stuff helps young people understand what's going on in the world outside of where they live and they can fight off some advances like you say about people approaching them in certain ways if there's a story about it now let let me say this a lot of people don't want sex education taught to their kids but they don't teach them to them themselves and then they find out from their friends and then that's where the problems come in at well because the friends aren't experts either and, well, and, and, but, and that creates a larger problem. But when people make allegations about things happening in the library and just a handful of people agreed. want to take this book and that book out, that's wrong. Agreed. Let me, well, let me say. Uh, let, let's, let's say, well, you know, I mean, the thing is, uh, Ms. York, now we uh, we have heard, I mean, we heard overnight from from people who are very concerned about the books and don't want them in the library. Well, they, right. they not, want them just in the place. they don't want them in the library. They, they, they want, want them to be uh, have limited access. And they, they did controlled they did, access. And they right. did have limited access. Right. They were restricted. Um, they were behind the counter. That was made clear to well, me that they the, were behind the counter. But some people want them removed. They don't want them to be in it. They don't want them. And they've been checked out and not returned. And, you know, and that, that's that's a game plan well, some so, people had. Well, Seth, this is, this I, I, is, I mean, I, I know that I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I have not heard from anybody who says remove. They want controlled access. Yeah. Uh, no, but, the, well, but there's I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, there, there was controlled access. And some of these players in this situation do want them removed. And they've well, been very, my, my they've point, been very um, open about wanting them. My point well, is what Eric Prevetti was talking about yesterday. We, we've heard from people who are sincerely concerned about these books and the access that young people might have to them. And <clears throat> while you might disagree with them, they're their uh, their concerns are very sincere, and they're contacting their commissioners. And you have to, uh, you know, the, 
as Eric Preventi pointed out, you, you have to believe or assume that the commissioners who are voices concerns are voicing well, concerns right. because they're constituents. Well, Many con- of these people don't even have kids in school no, they they just raising a whole lot well, of stink. Yeah, and well, I'd like to well, look back at their history when they were young but kids. But my point, you can't fault a commissioner for trying to address the concerns right. of his constituents. And I just had a commissioner text me, and he assured me that nobody <clears throat> is talking about banning any right. books. Right, yeah. There's Well, and there shouldn't be. Uh, I mean, if you want to have a conversation about what taxpayers pay for in a book, uh, that is in the library, maybe that's a conversation uh, because it doesn't necessarily ha- have to be purchased in the first place or whatever. Everybody has access to buy a book, whatever book that they want. So maybe there's a conversation about what is actually purchased for the library or whatever, and it should be age appropriateness. But what well. chaps me is we've got a lot of people out here raising hell over this all the time. And, 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 and again, I am not for censorship, but if these guys want to continue to to um, make a big stink about this, then follow procedure and take well, the book, write it up, and the, take it to the, the school board. The thing the commission needs to do is just they and they've done. They voted two new members on the library board. Move on. Who are the two new members? I have. Uh, they told us yesterday. Yeah, and and okay. uh, move on and and. Before censorship, move on. (laughs) Quit quit providing a forum for the Looney Tunes of the county to gather up left and right, and uh, move on to things like you know solid waste and schools and things like that that really need the attention of the commission. Well, but at the same time, like I said, these commissioners, you know, they they you you have to, and there's no proof to the contrary. That you you have to know or believe that they are voicing concerns of their constituents and that's they've got that's that's the job that you is know. their job but 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 Del, here's the thing a handful of people is determined what goes on in the library and that's wrong what they should do is take well, what those complaints under advisement talk to the library board let the library board solve it and stop letting these folks grandstand. Well, listen, I've never seen, you know, you, you know, uh, when we're trying to talk about solid waste, it doesn't gather up all the Looney Tunes in the county. And, and, that's, and, and that's a that's a big deal. Well, yeah, that's, animal shelter. Wait, but, but, yeah. Animal but, shelter. But, but, right, but the shelter. It doesn't gather but, but up all the, the Looney Tunes well, in the, the county. Well, the safety at the but library. I, I got a very long uh, and sincere letter from a lady uh, who is concerned about the books, wants something done about them. And, you know, I do what I always do. I said, I. I texted her back, uh, you know, come on the show. Didn't get a response. Happens every time. But here, they just arrested 10 people in Spring Hill and Williamson County about human trafficking. Won't they attack that? Well, exactly. Or the safety of the library, guys. Uh, We've a, got homeless people it's, it's camped a, out inside the library. It's a tempest in a teapot, as Clayton says, that no 14, 15-year-olds who go to the library. Let's move on. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I wish I may, I wish I might, have the wish I wish tonight. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. We want to make all your wishes come true. Ladies, let's face it, sometimes we need to give a little help to our loved ones. Tillis Jewelry makes it easy and Christmas is right around the corner. It's the perfect time to stop by and put your favorite vintage, colored gemstone jewelry, or the all-time favorite, diamond jewelry on your wish list. Then leave the rest to us. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for our latest creations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 dollars visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 dollars gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening.
we're back. Three dudes with a view. Uh, we are with you. Uh, you can listen. Go go to WKOM webpage. You can listen to us and watch us on video there. On uh, our shows are archived. Uh, the uh, 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 podcast are archived there, as well as the past video broadcasts are archived on the WKOM website. Uh, you can. Uh, also listen to us wherever you get your podcast you know spotify whatever we're there and uh so we we won't be if you're looking for something to do after the you're stuffed with turkey and there's no ball game on maybe you want to listen to three dudes with a view one more time my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris what's going on man good morning del good morning everybody all right, dude number one, Mr. Jim York, what's going on with you? Good good morning, Dell. Just hanging in there. By the way, Mouse was a book about the Holocaust. I forgot. Uh and and it depicts some of the pictures depict people uh that are affected in the Holocaust. Actually the book is about guilt. Uh it's a memoir about uh a, a, a man's father that was guilty about surviving the Holocaust. And then about his not understanding his father's guilt. He was guilty of not understanding his father. That's what the book was about. Like, clearly, this is not in, It's been banned out of a district. All these people writing. District in Tennessee. All these people writing saying that it's pornography need to look up a Supreme Court case called Miller. You know, and I know lawyers have different opinions, including uh, the district attorney here. But uh, the United States Supreme Court. Virtually, uh, the First Amendment, uh, anything that's like that—that's a, a, a uh, is a is a story, a book. I mean, it's a it's a it's a work of art. It's a uh, 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 it's literature, and it's not pornography. Uh, under the Supreme Court test in Miller, look it up. Now, I know people keep writing to me about Brent Cooper, Brent Cooper, Brent Cooper. Brent Cooper is a good friend. He is a great rural district attorney. I support him completely. He's doing a great job. But now, you know, he and I have had differing opinions on legal issues, and this is a legal issue. Uh, and generally, I've well, I've won every time I've litigated a legal issue against General Cooper. But that again, that doesn't mean you know lawyers have different opinions, and then the court rules. Uh, but what's at the library, to, from the information I've received, does not meet the test of being pornography under the test in Miller, a U.S. Supreme Court case. So let's again. This this is sucking up oxygen that mm-hmm. is just not warranted. Now all this business about a sovereign citizen that <laughs> that everybody's stirred up about that. The uh, I'm very familiar with sovereign citizens. It's a it's a and I'm I'm looking here at this sovereign citizen mess that was filed in the Murray County Register of Deeds office. It's it's all signed with a red thumbprint, which appears to be blood and uh, lunatic. Yeah, absolutely lunatic. And and we we sent we'd sent at least four or five a year. They they as they all communicate with each other across the country, and they convince themselves that they can renounce their citizenship, and then they don't have to pay federal income tax. Well, 
you know, we would <laughs> they they would tell that to a jury, and the jury would say, "Yes, you do have to pay federal income tax and go to federal penitentiary." So, and, and you but, can't reason well, now, with somebody that that that's bloody in their finger and signing a document. I yeah, mean, I mean, yeah. you can't you can't reason with these again, people. Well, right, the whole right, thing Thanksgiving about renouncing, renou- Happy Thanksgiving. if you renounce your citizenship, <laughs> you got to go to the consulate of the country that you want to be a citizen in. You got to get a visa. You got to pay twenty three hundred dollars. It, it, in order to to get the visa and to renounce it, 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 but it's not just signing some paper and sending it to the Secretary of State. You, not just you a blood oath. More than that. No, and also yeah, well, then you don't I, have I the mean, protections I'm, of the Bill I'm, of Rights I'm, I'm, if you're not a citizen. All correct? right, y'all, y'all, y'all don't correct. understand sovereign citizens. And you know, I, I'll I know. read. I would. Here's I'm crazy. reading from what it was filed in the. Uh, and the Register of Deeds office, it's public record. Anybody go down there and look at it. I would like to remind you that the act of either remaining a U.S. citizen or becoming one is voluntary, revocable, not an act according to the U.S. Supreme Court in the case of the United States versus Krukank. All citizenship is a product of intent and domicile. has never been my intent to be a U.S. citizen as defined in USC 8-1401, which has always been my intent to be a national Per something, blah, blah, blah. And then attaches exhibit A. This is rich. <laughs> a copy of which I have sent to the Internal Revenue Service in Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, they will be glad to get that yeah. copy. So Do you want to tell people while you're talking about this, Dale? They will I, be glad to get that copy I, I, so they'll I, know exactly where you are and where to come need, pick I think you, you up. need to tell them while you're talking about this. Maybe uh, if you don't want to use a name. Uh, it's Thanksgiving, Debbie. I'm moving on. Okay. All right, folks, let's talk about it. But of you that are wrapped up with this citizenship deal no you can't renounce your citizenship and you still have to pay federal income taxes <laughs> and you tax that 30 percent rate if you're not a citizen exercise and idiocy that's all it is all right <laughs> all so people right. listening someone in this community renounced their citizenship that's why this is being brought up well i mean this is he, he and there's a bloody fingerprint to prove it they have <laughs> they have filed it they have done a blood fingerprint he on filed it. his name in the public record but, that, oh, but that's the only part of it debbie you have to go to a consulate of the country oh, that I, you want I, to be I a believe, citizen believe, believe, yeah. it's it's, it's think, showmanship guys this is what he's done at the know, library death, it's what he's death, done everywhere. death in texas you're gonna have to pay federal income tax you know so showmanship or more you know we saw so many of these it's, it, it was very laughable uh all right folks thanksgiving is tomorrow we've just got a few minutes left i want to read a couple of poems and i know this embarrasses these were written by my daughter in 2003 20 years ago she was a senior in high school at the time uh the first one is called thanksgiving eve by barry kennedy It's the day before Thanksgiving, the kind of day that doesn't change from 3 o'clock on. Light slowly leaks away till you look up and ask, who flipped the switch? It's quiet, so quiet my horse prances sideways at his own padded footsteps. So quiet I barely hear the highway, and I know that all the clamor in the world is concentrated on the cranberry aisle at Kroger. So quiet the deer spook me instead of the other way around. Vividly close, I approach, two steps closer, one step more. They see me, fixed statuaries, only the warmth of their eyes to betray them. Another step. We are captured. All that exists is tense muscles. I'm unaware of the highways or cranberries or sunlight. My horse holds his breath with me. Closer again, snap. 
The wind starts up again, shod feet impatiently prance once more, and my friends, they are three fairies, small white spirits, dancing away into the trees. That's awesome. That's beautiful. I know. Well she done. reads that every year. I love that. Well the, the next one, The Last True Holiday, again by Barry Kennedy, 2003. This is my theory. There are the most flowers in the church on Christmas and Easter. There is the least room in the pews, but bottoms are squirming in rabbit smock dresses, binds on stuffed stockings while mouths form amen. This is my theory. They, they are the most hearts in the heavens on our most secular holiday. The Christmas songs are in the grocery, but we stave off the marketing, hold away the tickle-me-elmo pressure to have a geometrically perfect wreath on the door. We are grateful, the blessings index truly taken, enveloped by love on this, on this America's most religious holiday. And if I wanted to make it cynical, I could add, at least until the mad dash of the day after Thanksgiving sellout. But I don't think I want to. Barry Kennedy, 2003. Well done. Yeah, I have a... Second generation is so intellectual. <laughs> well, I mean, she is my Yale grad. Have I mentioned that lately, Miss York? But anyway, is she still writing poetry? No. Oh, intellectual. Has she published these? They should be published. Yeah, Did you publish them at least in the Herald in two thousand and three? I, you know, uh, no, I've not seen anything like that from Barry in, in uh, recent times. Oh, that's but. a shame, Barry. You need to write again. Very well. There we go. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. I wish. I wish you would. Um, <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Miss York, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? I'm going to take it easy. I'm going to thank, be grateful that I'm still here. <laughs> We're grateful you're here, you know, too, after, Jim. Very grateful. After I listened to how many people had uh, similar surgeries that I have and no longer here, I'm truly grateful. And uh, just chill out. Just watch some football. We Are, are you gra- making gumbo? We are grateful to have you, Mr. York. Are you going to share a meal with anybody? I'm, no, I'm, I'm just home here with my wife. She'll be here, you know. So. Okay. Uh, I posted something on Facebook yesterday, Jim, that reminded me of you. And um, well, now, Debbie, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Well, I'm going to I'm going to my brother's. We're doing dinner, and uh, I really need a couple of days off because the housing market. Although I've been blessed this year, I'm still number one in my office, but it's been awful. The market's. Rates. Awful right now. Tough so. job for a realtor right but, now. But there was a quote yesterday that reminded me of Jim, and I put it on Facebook, Jim, and it said, I do not want a gumbo recipe from the New York Times. I want a gumbo recipe from an old woman named Mama Thibodeau Landry who can bare knuckle box an alligator while reciting the Holy Rosary in Cajun French. And I thought of you about that and your gumbo. So. All right. We're getting, all right. Um, Clayton, what are you going to do? Uh, what you you and your five children? Yeah, we're we're, we're heading to uh, a cousin's house from my mom's side, and uh, that's at eleven. And then we're heading uh, back down here to my dad's uh, for the afternoon, and then in the evening, um, my wife's family uh, will be over, and uh, they'll probably be there till eleven or twelve o'clock tomorrow night. Oh Lord, you're gonna be more stuffed than the turkey, but <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Seth, what are you doing? I'll, I'll go for a run that morning. Going to do a four miler in the morning work up my appetite head over to my dad's here in columbia and watch some football and eat there you go uh and uh debbie all right you've told us well yeah i'm good uh, yeah but i want y'all to know how thankful i am for each and every one of you all and absolutely and the year that we've had together i mean it's been a beautiful time and i am 
of all the things wonderful in my life, I am thankful for this radio station. Yeah, let me piggyback on that. I'm real Thank thankful you, for what you do here, too, Delk. I mean, I know Thank I, you. I came in during a – I mean, there was some t- – um, some some stuff happening when I first came in in the summer, but I mean you do a great job cultivating discussion, and um, you let people on here with different point of views, and that's rare, or at least from my point of view. And I just I'm real appreciative of what you do here. Um, Thank real you, appreciative. Seth. Thank you. We're we're all going to gather at my house. Uh, my wife's family uh, comes to our house for Thanksgiving dinner, and there'll be a lot of uh, you know uh, aunts, uncles, cousins. All that kind of thing, and uh, we'll have a pretty good crowd and have a good time doing it. We've got a, a turkey, uh, Johnny Taylor, who you may have heard on these, or Taylor Family Farms. They've been, they basically have a, a lease agreement with us to raise poultry on our farm, and they've been raising these big old turkeys all fall. And uh, as they say, they've been processed, and we have, I think, two or three of Johnny's mm-hmm. turkeys that were raised out on the pastures on my farm we're going to serve them up tomorrow there you go there we go you still got sheep out there dale uh on my place i mean my son's the farmer and he has a large number of sheep they're not on my farm they're out at uh his kettle mills farm right now okay i I was gonna tell you i hadn't shot a sheep in a while i was gonna come hunting (laughs) well miss york we 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 can get you uh, some lamb the uh uh he's he says he might bring he's got a Almost, I think he eight hundred ewes, and then they all have wow. you know, average about oh. one and a half lambs each year. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's recently been certified by Whole Foods as a you know a humane best practices yeah. farmer, That's so they they'll, they'll accept his lambs. So it is you know, of course, I'm proud of my son too, as well as my daughter. So. Yeah, he's a Navy man. Keep that in mind. I know. I know. And Mr. York, I'll drop off that bloodhound this afternoon. Yes. <laughs> Kill him bits. I'll have none. Yes. I will we'll provide the food. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You can make the mountains ring. Oh, man.